stream. Oops, sorry about that. What's up, everybody? This is Joshua T. Berglin. I am the host of Gratitude Unfiltered. I'm so happy that you're uh, everyone that is on all of the various platforms um, all over the world. Very exciting. Welcome to have you here. You guys can all chat and communicate with each other. It's kind of fun because I can see you all in the comments. Um, again, thank you guys so much for being here. I um, I went book shopping today and I started reading one that I really, really liked a lot. And, and I was going to talk about it tonight, but in the spirit of being authentic, I, I didn't really feel like talking about this subject yet and i may do it tomorrow um really good book it's called a life beyond amazing and um the first subject is about, about love and to be honest with you i didn't feel so like i just didn't feel like talking about that today because i picked up another book and it's really got my interest right now and and but i haven't really i just kind of like grazed over it and, and it's a really, really fascinating book. And so we're going to go into this today. And it's called Illuminata, A Return to Prayer. And I got to tell you, I've read four pages of it. And it's just hitting me over the head already. Like I'm already in four pages. My mind is just, wow, I'm going to love this book. Uh, really quick, I want to give a shout out to everyone that's here. Good to see you, Jessica. Is it Ari Jetta? Is that how you're saying it, your name? I love that name. What's up, Liv? Good to see you. Where's everyone from? Diana, good to see you. Uh, there's a bit of a delay on my side. What's up, Trish? Jennifer, good to see you. Karma, good to see you. What's up, everybody? Um, so I'm going to read you a poem first. I can't believe I'm about to read a poem on the show, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> it's actually not even... Um, Man, I am really not prepared. See, I told you guys. No, here we go. I see in my mind a little ball of golden light. I watch this light as it begins to grow larger and larger until now it covers the entire inner vision of my mind. I see within this light a beautiful temple. I see a garden that surrounds the temple and a body of water that flows through the garden. I see that the inside of the temple is lit by this same beautiful golden light. And I am here. For I have been drawn here by the power and the presence of God. I dedicate my days and my relationships and experiences to you. May your spirit, which is within me, so, go, so guide my thoughts, my feelings, and my perceptions of all things, that I might grow into a happier, full, more loving human being. Illumine my mind, illumine my life. Amen. So that, that's like the first part that started. This, I'm blown away by this. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I've kind of been leading up to it. What's up, Tucker? Good to see you, man. RAN, good to see you. Good, always good to see you, buddy. Much love to you, too. The reason I wanted to read this book is because one of my favorite speakers is Graham Cook. And I was listening to some audio of him the other day. And I got so excited. It was like 1130 at night. And I got so excited because he said what I'd been feeling. 
there's an awakening happening and there's a lot of people talking about awakening, but everything that has been hidden is coming into light. We're starting to see things that some of us don't want to see, but we get to see them. Injustices, um, we're getting to see the levels of discrimination, the levels of harassment. Um, basically, all the, 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 the people that have been suppressing and holding people back, that is including religion, those people are starting to be exposed, like the celebrities, the rich and famous. They are, like now they're being, like the U.S. See the, the, the scandal happening with the college admission scandals and people being on sports team, like people that don't even play the sport, but because they want to be part of the team, they're not into the team. I don't know if that resonates with anyone, how disgusting that is, because there are people that grow up depressed and, and feeling not worthy and feeling not good enough because all they want to do is be on the team. There are people that just work themselves bleeding to validators, gymnasts, football players, heck, even golfers, like people that are competitive. They bust their butt daily. They stress out. They go nuts to maybe get a scholarship offer. And yet, with a sweep of a pen, somebody that's never rowed in their life is now on the rowing team, which is a very sacred thing at USC. It really is. But now this is people are being exposed. The the evil in, in this city that I live in is being exposed. Hollywood is being turned on its head. And I promise you, those of you who are doing things right. Those of you that are warriors for the, doing the right thing and you've had those aspirations of being an actress, an actor, um, you know, stepping in, getting into the music industry, like in the music industry is already shifting. But like there's the time is coming for the people that want to do things the right way. They want to stand in integrity. They want to stand in truth. The time is coming for you. It's coming for you to be the next celebrity. It's the modern day celebrity. You're probably saying, well, I don't want to be a celebrity. I, it's not about being a celebrity. But those people that say nice guys finish last, that's about the change. Doing the right thing is about to be the new cool thing. I promise you. It's happening. What's up, Ann? Good to see you. I'll finish your I'll finish your Marco Polo in a second. <laughs> you could put your page there. In fact, Tucker. You guys can put, you guys go ahead and do this. You guys plug your nonprofits in the comments. If you have a nonprofit, if you have an on, something that you cause that you really care about, if it's your business, you guys plug your pages, put your websites there, do anything you want as network with each other after the show. Anyway, the whole point of that is like, I, I can feel it. There's an awakening. There's an awakening happening to me. But back to Graham Cook. Graham Cook said something that blew my mind. Like I sent this to everyone I knew. I even sent it to people that aren't believers because Graham Cook, who's probably one of the highest levels of, of, of believers that I know, like in, in truly into the supernatural. Like when I talk about my relationship with Christ, it's a very supernatural relationship. It's not this crap you hear in church. It's not. It's so different. It's not religion. 
And like, and, I, and Graham Cook really helped me to see that and kind of like guided me of like how I talk to God, how I pray, how I how I just let things go, how I can get to be. freaking a surrender is amazing. Anyway, but that's where I learned that from. And I heard him say on an audio talking about we are learning things. We as a whole, as a nation, as a world, we are learning that there's so much more to what has been presented to us. Like there's deeper, deeper levels of faith that we're just now starting to understand. What are you? Like for me, that means we've had a lot of information withheld from us. We have been suppressed. We're in the information age. I get that. But we have been suppressed of truth for so long. We are told what to memorize in school, not what to learn, not how do you take your gift, the thing that you're naturally good at, the way that you learn. No, like say if you learn a little bit different, you're a little bit different. Ah, you have ADD. We're going to give you medication. You're 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 uncontrollable. No, some kids just learn different. I grew up thinking I was a freaking moron. I hated school. I hated school. And and it's because I felt dumb. But I didn't learn the way they were trying to get me to memorize things. So I basically, I don't have a real education because I cheated my way through high school, cheated my way for the parts I went to college when I wasn't partying. It, I just, me. Yet at the same time, I know I'm a really smart guy. <laughs> My brain just works different. And there's a lot of us that are like that. How many of us felt stupid? And you can plug your show. I, you can put in the comments. This is all jacked up today. I can't. My comment section's messed up today. Um, anyway, so there's when I picked up this book, I'm like, we have to talk about this. And I'm going to read it cold because I don't really, I don't, I didn't prepare for this. So bear with me. If you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is in you, I'm sorry. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. I'm going to read that one more time. If you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what will destroy you. So, A, <laughs> It's time to live and speak in truth. It's to bring those th or, or the things that you're suppressing that you don't want anyone to know. It's time to bring that stuff to the surface. I don't know how some of you guys are going to feel about this, but that came from the Gospel of Thomas. You know, some of those books of the Bible that were that probably should be there. <laughs> probably. What you do not bring will destroy. You know, 
when I decided to become so unfiltered about my ugly truth, and it's ugly, and if you don't know the story, you're more than welcome to go back in the archives of shows <laughs> and watch. Um, and if you want to know which one that is, I, I can send them to you. Just, uh, you know, DM me. Um, about it now. But when I became so bold in my desire to be unfiltered about this is because, you know, nice that I keep getting these opportunities to do something different and fun that every time that I would be presented with those opportunities over the years, I thought, oh my God, if someone finds out that I've had, I've had sex with men, like what, what are they going to think? Oh my, if someone finds out I've been in jail six times, if someone finds out that I, that, that I have, have HIV, what are they going to say? Like, and so Instead of owning it, it was, I'm going to sabotage my success. I'm going to sabotage this amazing thing that's available for me. But the truth is, I couldn't see how amazing. I was like, yeah, it'd be cool. It would be so cool. Like, how many of us have been here? Like, oh, man, that would be so good. If my name gets out there, you know, may, someone from my past may speak up and talk about what a horrible, awful person I am. They're gonna show naked pictures or video of me and they're gonna put it out, out all over, everywhere. Or they're gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna talk about all the crazy drugs that I, the four day binges of meth. They're gonna tell people about it and they're gonna ex expose my secrets. I can't expose my secrets. And then just go back to the, 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 the path that is killing you. What you don't bring for you. Okay, here we go. There's a spiritual renaissance. Most people feel it. Some derive. Many embrace it and no one can stop it. It is a revolution in the way we think. Its torchbearers are a motley sit. I'm sorry. Its torchberries are a motley mix. What's up, misfits? <laughs> Some are religious in traditional sense. While some are not, some are successful in the world. While some are not, some of us genuinely like one another. While some of us do not, some are politically liberal. While some of us are conservative, some seek truth and fellowship, and some seek truth alone. Some of us are old, and some of us are young. I'm getting to the good stuff. I promise. When we are a sorted group an unlabeled group, but together in spirit, we are affecting the world in significant ways. We are turning away from purely a worldly orientation. We seek an ancient God and a modern God. We feel current of change, a cosmic electricity running through our veins now. How many of you can say that? However, disp disparate our personalities and interests, we all agree on one very important point. Kind has come to a major crossroads at which the spirit alone can lead us toward human survival. We wage in our way a revolution based on love. We seek to replace an old oppressive order 
not so much politically or socially, but within our minds where it lives and works. Mm, that's awesome. We try to hate no one, for we recognize that hatred itself is the enemy. So we're waking up to this. Despite what you see on new, the news, again, turn off the freaking news. It's poisoning you. And, 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 and a good test for that is if, if hateful words are coming out of your mouth with a label after it, odds are you're watching too much news. I'm just saying. Stick is our secrets. The comment, I'm really, it's moving so slow tonight. Sorry about that. Um, what's up, Mitchell? Good to see you. Okay. I posted all my secrets that kept me sick for so long. Karma, that is beautiful. The first shots have rung out in this revolution, and they were not shots. They were bursts of light streaming silently yet dramatically through the hearts and minds of millions. This historic unfoldment has already begun and is playing out in our inner planes. The question on most people's minds, whether conscious or unconscious, is this. What will happen now? From the channeled entities claiming to hail from the Pleiades, I don't know that word, to fundamentalist Christians, from the prophecies of Nostradamus to visions of the Virgin Mary, from angels who whisper to the backwoods carpenter to a scientific think tank, come predictions of a global shift, perhaps catalysm, cataclysm in the years ahead. Our own inner sense corroborates the evidence. It doesn't seem as though the future is going much like the past. Something is up, as though something significant and big is about to occur. Something big is happening. Like there's, there is shit that's happening in the world. And it's kind of amazing to be a part of. Not to go down hole real quick, but what do you think the blockchain really is? What do you think 5G technology is? What do you think the importance of that is? Why do you think governments are all racing to be the first 5G carrier? Like, why do you think that's important? And I'm asking you these questions because if you're so curious to the answer, you can actually go and Google and search for yourself what it means. Why is 5G so important? Why is, why is 5G called the internet of everything? Look at the, the multiple uses for blockchain. Pay attention what's happening in other countries. See, if you don't watch the news and you actually start looking around at what's happening in the world, you will start to see that there's a lot of major business transactions that happen. There's a lot of major things that get signed. All leaders meet with the Pope and they sign an agreement swearing their allegiance I'll let that sit how it does with you. Do you know what that means? There's a lot changing in the world. Cryptocurrency is a thing for a reason. I'm not telling you to go in because they do. But guess what? What, do you, what are Bitcoin and cyber currencies attached to? Oh, the same thing that 5G is to. So that means one world currency is not that far off because we are heading into a world where we're going to have universal income. It's happening. There's a lot of things changing that maybe we don't see, 
you know, like, because we, we are enamored with our, our social media and I'm as guilty as anybody, but we're not really paying attention to what's going around. And at the same time, with all that spooky stuff, there's a lot of really amazing things happening too. The advances in science is is absolutely amazing. The, the healthcare is dramatically changing for the better. It's we it, there's a major shift going on in the world, and it's really exciting to be a part of, especially if you have peace about where you're going. Mind control. Tia. Um, yeah, there's some really interesting stuff on this. Hey, Abby, Abby's here. What's up? Good to see you. Vibrations. We're in the middle of a universal change in our vibration. Yeah, it's changing fast. Okay, here we go. It feels for one thing as though something is fundamentally wrong. It isn't just the environment, just the wars, just the gangs or the violence or the drugs. I can stop there. I got a question. I really want everyone's opinion here. What do you think we really are fighting wars for? What do you think it is? Just curious. I'd love to know if you still think we're fighting the war on terror. I'm just curious. Like, Like you can connect dots to war, drug trade, the current pharmaceutical crises we have, connect the dots. Guys, Afghanistan, poppy fields, we have a heroin and an opioid epidemic. Isn't that strange to any of you? Isn't it? Isn't it strange that we have military guarding poppy fields and back home in the United States? Like, we have an opioid epidemic where fentanyl is like killing. The rise was a thousand percent or something insane like that. It's, it's so, oh my gosh. Like, some of us are waking up to it. And when you wake up to those things, you get to start questioning everything. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to challenge. I challenge God. I still challenge God. It's okay. Because there's a lot of you I know that are hurting right now too. And sometimes you, you get to, when you, you can challenge God. I, I, some people call that blasphemous. I, I don't know because, you know, it changed everything for me. But it's okay to ask questions. This is how we learn. This is how we grow. It isn't just the lack of values or integrity or love. Something lurks. In Yeats' poem, The Second Coming, he describes a time which this our center isn't holding, the center isn't there. And yet the deeper the despair that seems to creep around the edge of things, the brighter the light that seems to beckon from the center. Wow. It turns out that the center only seemed not to be there. It has merely been ignored. So 
on the, I think it was like two episodes ago, three episodes ago, I was talking about like the further we get away from God, the further we get away from love, the further we get away from truth, that, that the more haywire things go. Because, you know, the closer that you are to God and you have, and, and, and you have access to your spirit in that just amazing way, where it, it's guiding you to about the decisions that you're making, the choices that you're making. And for me, this, like talking about the center, like the heart, like I'm thinking of this, that, that statement is our heart. And how are we connected to our heart? Are we, you know, heart out? Or what's the expression? Uh, um, you know, heart centered. That's not the word I want to use. But you know, coming from a place of love, like when you're heart-centered, yeah, heart-centered. When you're heart-centered, you come from a place of love, it changes, it dramatically changes the way that you respond to people. I know I wanted to talk about this. Um, and it changes your your reactions, your how you respond, how you speak initially, maybe just how you interact fa with your face. And I know, <laughs> Like, I, I got to be honest about something. I got confession time for me. So, it's like the door. I'm trying to fix that. Um, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> so, yesterday, I um, I was on my way to family night after the show to, to go with my church. And while I was there, I thought, you know, I don't have a contract yet for this. I'm, I've been filming in San Diego for the TV version of the show. I was like... I don't have a contract yet. And I was promised a contract like four months ago. So like, you know what? And it was a bug in me. I was like, I need a contract. And so I just sent a text. You know, all the things that are happening behind the scenes that are really, you know, exciting and, you know, things that I get to be grateful for. And, you know, I thought, I, I, I need to protect if they're building a, a freaking TV channel. They need to protect themselves too. I probably should have a contract, especially before money starts and stuff like that. I'm like, something. so I sent a text and um, let's just say that that text of asking what the contract was led to something that was not supposed to be. And I don't know how many of us have ever been in one of those situations. And, and, and I'm, I'm a fighter. Like I'm a fighter. I can be, I can turn the other cheek quite a bit, but like I, I get to practice turning it a little bit longer, but like I, I, I end up picking up the phone to call to clear, to clear the air and like just say what was going on. And to, to and, and like, I didn't get a chance to talk right as the phone I just started going after me. Like, Okay. Will you, well, no, wait, wait. Will you let me? Will you let me talk? Will you let me? And just nothing. And after about fifteen minutes of this, like it was just like, oh my gosh, I was trying to like help and 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 do the right thing, but I snapped. And I got to tell you something. I snapped last night, even asking for forgiveness. After you know, I asked for forgiveness. I, I mean, it said, I actually, I didn't ask for forgiveness. I said, I was sorry. I didn't do, I mean, I don't like that the way that makes me feel at all. I mean, 
there was a couple of things that came out of that. One, I've decided not to to continue filming um, for the TV version of the show. Um, I do feel that that's the right decision. So this is TV show number four that really didn't happen. And am I disappointed? Yeah. But I'm not happy the way I responded, but, and, and like, and it's really just not set right in my soul. Like the whole not filming for TV anymore doesn't, for, for, for that, for this show for TV, it doesn't bother me anymore. Like it, it doesn't bother me at all because honestly, my vision is to have my own network in ministry anyway. So that's, that's what I feel called to do. I want to change Hollywood. That is my goal. One of them, one of many, that building, Rhonda, that building in the, the camera shop is, is going to be ours. It's where the ministry is going to start. It's where the TV, I know it. I know it in my heart and soul. So I'm not upset about that. But what I am upset about is that I go away by letting someone get to me because I, the entire time, I, sw I this is true. And I don't know if any of you have ever, you know, have had this or lose your temper. You had this voice of going just in the conversation. You don't have to continue the conversation. This need that I have, this exposed something in me that, man, I don't know. Like guys, have you ever, you know, when your your wife or your girlfriend's mad at you, and they're really really mad, and then you try to like hug them when they're mad, or you try to like you know grab their arms and say like, hey, everything's gonna be okay, and it just makes things worse. Like way worse. That is like okay. So if I'm the only one, because I for me, I have this need to want to make things right. Like I wanna, I wanna like I wanna help people, and 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 when people are hurting, I want to comfort them. In this situation, I was being hurt, but I wanted to make things right, and in doing it, I made it worse, and so now. Days later, or not days later, a day later, like around this time, a little bit later, I like I feel funky. I felt funky all day because it kind of ended a relationship, like a friendship. Um, but I also know that that was the right thing to do. Yet at the same time, I'm not proud of how I responded to it. And it's I know it's not that big of a deal, maybe, but to me, it is because Dad Gummit, I'm human. You know, and like, and it's so crazy about life. It's like, no matter how like much momentum you get, maybe like you're just cruising along and like everything's great and you're flying around and like, woo, everything's fine. And and then, you know, you do a stupid human thing. <laughs> and dadgummit. And it's like, it's really upset my day. So I'm just sharing that with you. I guess I'm confessing it right now. <laughs> I, I'm confessing. So I'm going to use this as what do they, what do, what do Catholics call it? The confessional. I'm, I'm going to use this, like this space is my confessional now. Thank you, Grace. Karma, good to see you. All right, I'm going to finish reading this. 
And yet, the and yet the deeper the despair that seems to creep around the edges of things, the brighter the light that seems to beckon from the center. It turns out that the center only seemed not to be there. It has merely been ignored. To those who look inward, it is bright indeed. Now in growing intensity, the mind of humanity is seeking its source. It's, is it, it's, it's strange to me because there's so many people that are waking up. And yet at the same time, there's so many people that are just hurting and suffering and silence. And we're all seeking like a God to fix things or uh, a, a human to fix things or, you know, we're just like seeking and we're, whether it's, there's just a lot of false gods out there. There's a lot of false and empty, like, you know, things that people run to, to look for salvation. And man, I tried them all too. I remember saying the words, yeah, I believe in one universal God. We'll come to find out in the Bible, it talks about there's a lot of gods. There's a lot of them. But there's like one, like like the man, God. Or I say the man. I mean, I don't think it, he has a, I don't think God has a, I don't think he's a man or a woman. I just think he's just, just God. Why do we say it? Why do we say can someone tell me that? Can someone guy it? Say, how do we know? You know, like the real one. Anyway, um, I didn't mean to offend anybody by that. But we're seeking it because we're hurting. There's just not enough drugs in the world. There's not enough alcohol in the world. There's not enough sex in the world to, to just to heal our hearts. The only thing I know about healing, and I've been on a documented journey of healing. I mean, it's I, a video popped up from two years ago um, of me on the beach. And this is like right after being homeless and... Uh, that wild freaking adventure that was. But, and seeing the journey then, and where I was then, and like where like I, I'm, I'm at now, I mean, again, I haven't, like, I haven't made it, but I've been able to go back and just see what the miracle that God has done in my life. And it's just, I'm humbled. I'm humbled what God has done in my life but I also did and do the work and and I seek that relationship but through that experience I it was because I was so angry so much hate built up inside me compassion then forgiveness and like with each step that was taken, like this process of like going, okay, now work on this, is <laughs> this fear, now handle this. It, 
like it's allowed some pretty radical healing. Not perfect, but it's allowed for some pretty radical, amazing healing. And it's allowed me to grow. And ultimately it's happened through my relationship with Christ. And, you know, I know a lot, people have a lot of different practices out there. They have a lot of different beliefs, but in my experience, the only thing that filled that hole in my heart was my relationship with Christ. That's all I know. The antidote to what is fundamentally wrong is the cultivation of what is fundamentally right. Should we choose to expand who we are on a fundamental level, new structures will replace the casualties of the pre-millennium disintegration. And the next 20 years will usher in an age of light more dazzling than the world has known. The next 20 years will be the deciding factor. We need all our attention and all our focus to turn the species in the direction of survival. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world. Ultimately, the choice is to love each other. Ultimately, the choice to love each other. Only choice for a survivable future. The meek shall inherit the earth because everyone else will have died on their wounds. Wait, the meek shall inherit the earth because everyone will have died every time we open our hearts. We could glorative. I'm going to stop there as far as the reading goes. You know, I I know there's a lot of there's arguments for border walls and you know and every a lot of others have border walls. And I and I I know that there's a strong argument for them. But I'll tell you one thing. I want and get to live in a world where our friends in Singapore, our friends in Mexico, our friends in Russia, our friends in Korea, our friends in, you know, Europe, Germany, any, 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 our friends, any Canada, man, the more some Singapore, good to see you. The more I meet around the world that, that watch this show on the different platforms and the podcast and the online radio. And the more that I interact with them, I'm like, you could have just grown up down, like down the street for me. You're not special. You're, you're, I mean, I thought living in Korea was cool. It, it sounds like California. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's a really crappy example, but like, man, like we're not that different. Like even people that have different religious beliefs than us. Then, uh, then, the, I mean, there's people with different beliefs on here everywhere. Like that are watching the show now. There's people of all faiths that watch the show, and I'm proud of that. I think it's amazing. And, but in the end, it's like, yeah, we're really not that different. And it's, and it's special. So, if with that realization that we're really not that different, why is it so hard to open our hearts to? The, to the people because man, I gotta think. Like I know how I am with just going to a restaurant. Like I I like going to a restaurant where I'm gonna know someone just for some reason it makes me feel more comfortable. I, I don't know what it is. I not been able to get over this. 
But like, I, I don't, I, sometimes I'm just going to uncomfortable and I'll leave. Like I just, there's something about it. But when I know someone's going to be there, I know it just changes the whole atmosphere of, of my experience. I don't, is it like that for you? I don't know. I mean, I'm just, maybe I could just be weird. That's okay. I accept this. But my point is that if I'm rolling to Singapore and I'm going to be in Singapore for a week, I don't on a tour guide to tell me the cool things to see. Like, I'm going to want to experience local and, and why not experience it with a local that you, you, you know, that you've become intimate with on a, on a friendship? Why, why wouldn't you want that experience, regardless of their beliefs being different than you and, and maybe they look different or talk different or, you know, worship different? I think opening our hearts to what's different inevitably will allow us to see that we're all the same. Did that make sense? Opening our hearts to what's different allow us to see how we're the same. Can someone Google that to see if that's an official quote? I like that. Um, where are the, wait, comments on the screen coming from? You don't see? them i don't know what platform you are on or you could be on a different page <laughs> the comments are so the comments are so messed up today i'm so sorry guys i don't know what's going on it's annoying <laughs> okay yes um okay i have to talk with your comments on the page um because I can't get it to turn off. Anyway. That is so annoying. Anyway, look, I'm going to, I'm going to, I wasn't prepared for tonight's show. Like, I really love the start of this book.